Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, my name is Flourish Peters, P. Flo for shut. I'm the lead pastor of the Logic Church. Logic is an acronym for love of God in Christ. I was on the show today with Tammy San, T. Taypod on this podcast. It was really, really great. We talked about Jesus. Go check it out. Blessings. Hey guys, welcome to the third episode of my podcast. I'm so excited. I finally made it to the third episode when I thought I was going to finish the first episode because I wasn't sure exactly what I was doing, but I think I'm finding my way. This is the Jesus episode. And the reason why I say it's the Jesus episode is because <laughs> Jesus, advocate is, Jesus advocate is here. My, my new pastor who stole, who is trying to steal me from my former pastor. I don't know what pastor you're talking Flo. about. I, I just, you know, preach, you I just know. preach the gospel. No. Like I said, I have a, tiny door at the church entrance to let very tiny ships in feed them so well so fat that they can leave that's my piece (laughs) i don't think i i don't want to get fat to your church please fat in the word of god yeah but you know but but what you did was outright stealing because i told you that i had a church no we mean outright stealing i didn't i didn't come to hours and i pulled you you told me if i said come to church you will come to this church but that's what I said. I said, if you come, you won't leave. I told you first that you'll be fed so well, so good that you wouldn't want to leave. So blame the chef, not the... Uh, please, I'm, I'm not even in the mood. Please, yeah. I just, I, I traveled hours. I've been flying past. So, you know, I mean, you know, when you're up there, you realize how much God, <laughs> how great God is. But it was the most stressful flight ever. And, you know, because of my, <clears throat> I've told my, I've told my Oga at this network that, I'm committed to doing this work. I'm committed to getting all my episodes done. Come on. So I flew in. Come on. You see that energy? <laughs> I flew in at 6 a.m. And here we are recording. Yes. It's the diligence for me. Yes. Yes, Diane, man. Please give me that. Diligent. You mm-hmm. stand before kings and not mean men. Yeah. That's very, I love very, that. very good. Stuff. I love that, Pastor. And you're oh, standing my... before a king today. Glory to God. Please, I beg, Pastor. You're so <laughs> see me out. Yes, yes, yes. You're telling me this is your perfume. Perfume I just buy for, for juicy free now. They're not fit smell because of your own. Well, I just uh, bought my Chanel. Like, yeah. Oh, is that what you wear? I think it was my perfume that's smelling. I don't think they can smell it. Come on. Hello? 
Please. Are you sure? Yeah. It's Chanel look. No, no, no. That's that's not that's not. <laughs> I'm so pain, but I'll show you what a man should wear when after the podcast. Well, talk so to this me. is <laughs> what a man <laughs> should wear and how a man should smell. Glory to God. That's a good drive. You come over my podcast. This is not logic church. I'm already here. You can do about it. No, okay, okay. Let's let's not talk about. Let's talk about Jesus for a bit. I mean, this is the Jesus episode. Yeah. Why are you? I feel like you're John the Baptist. You talk about Jesus at every sec, every chance you get. Why do you talk about Jesus this much? Uh, at every chance I get to talk about Jesus. You know how you meet a very good brand and you you've met something that has changed your life. It becomes your testimony, mm. basically. Um, Jesus sitting by the pool wanted to go, go to a city and did not go through the city but met a woman by the well. She encountered Jesus and she went through the city for Jesus. So she went to the men in the city and said to them, come and see a man. Mm. A man, that shades right there. You know, this woman had had five husbands. The six that she was shagging with was in her husband but met Jesus, the seventh man. See how they're shocked by, by you saying... Uh, she was shagging the, oh, okay, the six. We're not sure because every time you read that, they only see a woman by the way of fetching water for but, Jesus. Yeah. But they don't see the woman actually that the, tough girl. Yeah, to no babe now. Not uh-uh. babe now. Mm-hmm. Five husbands. If you have married five times, you are yeah. a tough girl. An hour for you. You're like a society woman. Yeah, you are with you. the sixth one who she was having carnal knowledge with. Is that what church people want to hear? Mm, yeah, But she was knowledge. just shagging mm. with the guy. But she met number seven, which is number seven is perfection. So she met the pastor. my pastor preached. Ooh, what else even did? Already giving no, me. No. So let me tell you what I have heard about that woman. Okay, preach. I heard that she was. She thought that this um, Jesus by the well was going to be like a customer or something. Correct. She was already looking out. Correct. She was probably just one of those slickers. You see, I Correct. Just market, because so. it looks like that's where she was meeting all her guys. That's at the, the well. At the well, because you no. Know, let me let me give you a picture of the well. The well is not twenty twenty well. So uh, then you had mm. the camels as transportation. So the mel- the well was a refreshing place. So if you think of the, think about it as logistics, it was the place where men would gather to refill their car. It was a joint. It was a, you know. Yeah. Like, you was know, it just a good place to NMPC go. headquarters, you know, that kind of thing. You're refilling your car mm. for, was the like supermarket. Ar- yeah. Was it like an arresting? Mm-hmm. That kind they travel your branch, me, your host, okay? Everybody, not, re- not, everybody meet for there. Correct. Imagine I want to open a place called the Well. That's the church in 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 Maryland. Now to open a restaurant, a restaurant called the Well. If I eventually open a restaurant, I think please remind me it should be called the Well. The Well, where people come to get refreshed. Okay, that makes it's sense. just symbolic, really. Very, very symbolic. Yeah. So, like I was saying, she was by the well, and mm-hmm. then she met the seventh man called Jesus. Then she went to the city and did the evangelism for Jesus. <clears throat> so the point is, if you actually encounter Jesus, you won't stop talking about him. Mm. If you if you encounter religion, you may be ashamed of Jesus. Yes. But if you encounter Jesus, because Jesus is a person, not a religion. The Bible says, "Come unto me." So the the salvation call is not to a committee; it's to a person, Jesus. Mm. It's not to rules and regulation, it's to a person, Jesus. So if you meet Jesus, you encounter Jesus, you will talk about Jesus. So when and how did you meet Jesus? Okay, so I'm a PK. It means my dad was a pastor, my granddad mm. was a pastor, my great-grandfather was an elder. So um, if I remember vividly as a child, um, they threatened me to Jesus. 
Um, so I do not reckon that as my salvation experience. Yeah. So if you've watched Born in Hell before, where they show one Hellfire movie and we're all scared and they say, come to Jesus, Yo, we all run out. That's hey. only, that, yeah, that's, yes. what, that's what we knew back then. But salvation is not fire insurance from Hellfire. Ooh. Salvation is a love relationship. So salvation is not a threat message, but a love letter. Mm. So if God is toasting you, you cannot be toasting to say, if you don't come, I'll kill you. Exactly. No guy follows any, well, no girl follows any guy, hopefully, who threatens that if you don't date me, you are going to die. Oh, some do. Hopefully, there's just saying, okay, no normal scenario. Hey, I know. Did that yeah. happen? You know, so, but there was a day, this was 1990. I went to church. It was Easter. And the man talked about his death, his burial and resurrection. And that is the gospel. First Corinthians chapter 15, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. You find the gospel there. His death, his burial, and the resurrection. No, no, it's fine. The mic is just responding to the Holy Ghost. And then I, 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 I came out. I gave my life. I accepted Jesus into my heart. Yeah. Because giving your life to Jesus, you can't do that. You have no life to give to Jesus. Excuse me? You don't have life to give to Jesus. Celebrate. John chapter 1 verse 4. Mm-hmm. In him was life and the life was the light of men. So without Jesus, you do not have life. So the, the the correct expression should be accept Jesus into your heart because he right. is life. So the right expression would be accept Jesus into your heart, not give your life to Jesus. You have no heart, no life to yeah. give to Jesus. He, in him was life mm. and the life was the light of men. John 10, 10, the thief commanded not but to steal, kill and to destroy. I am come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. So Jesus gives abundant life, life in quality, life in quantity, life in accelerated velocity. That's, that's Jesus. You're too much for this show. I love it. I love it. <laughs> You are just so, the kind of pastor guest I need for this show. And so let's talk about I drink to that. Yeah, let's yes. let's let's cheers to that. Let's yeah. talk about Jesus more. Yeah. With velocity. Uh so you you represent a lot of young Christians. All of us can relate to you because you are the cool pastor. Why do you do you think that there's a yearning for young people to want to come to God, but maybe there's sort sort of like a a barrier with religion and things that we've been taught and what's happening around us. One of the reasons I responded to the call to start the Logic Church was I think God has been grossly misrepresented. So there's a generation that, that if this is the God, I don't want to serve him. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it's, it's just a gross representation of God. God is love. Period. And so logic is the love of God in Christ. So people, when you hear the logic, they're like, is this a logic shan? It's, it's an acronym for love of God in Christ. Mm-hmm. And um, Romans 5 verse 8 says, God demonstrated his love towards us in that whilst we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. Mm-hmm. And so what the message of the gospel is the message of the love of God in Christ. And love is a powerful language that everybody would respond to basically. And so that's, that's what I think. That's why I think religion really gets it wrong with a lot of um, presentation of who God is. So God is now like a means to an end. And so what I say all the time would be, how do I put it? If what you preach to the billionaire is different from what you preach to your gate man, one of them did not hear the gospel or Mm. both of them did not hear the gospel because the gospel is one size fits all. Yeah, And that's why we don't have a lot of Nigerian churches around Beverly Hills, California, where they have money because mm-hmm. we don't have what to tell rich people. Yeah. So we can't tell them, come to Jesus and we'll give you car. You'll be looking like, you stupid. Are you serious? My, did you see, did you see my guy? Do you understand? Come to Jesus and we'll give you money. I'm yeah. like, wow, did you Google me to know my net worth? So it's come to Jesus and receive life. Mm. Yeah. So it's the whole gross misrepresentation of, 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 of the gospel. 
um, that it is. But I'm, I'm glad the generation is rising. Um, people are beginning to see God properly in the light of Christ because the identity of God is in Christ. Mm-hmm. He's not in Elijah. He's not in Moses. He's not in all those guys in the Old Testament. They have a wrong perception, an incorrect perception of God. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the express image of the Father. Jesus is the sole custodian of the identity of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before I get into like Jesus, Jesus, there's something you said about... um God now becoming in midst and end in this part of the yeah, world, right? Yeah. And it's actually very true because a lot of us are only Christian because we depend on God because of the <laughs> reality of our society. God, God bless so you. I, so our prayer points will change when we relocate. When we relocate. Would, would, would I even need God when I relocate? Because Good. if you travel out to some countries, you probably would not even... Because relocate. you don't see the need of God because yeah. the God that you are dealing the with in Nigeria work. is a transactional God, not yes. a relationship God. That's the God that's been... Yeah. Over time. But if you relocate from here, you still talk to your mom because you have a relationship with your mom. Mm. You so I can be in the US and I'm calling my grandma from village worried. It's mm. pigeon English. Mm. Why I have a relationship with her. So my relocation did not affect the relationship. But if it's transactional, mm. but that's why Christians can get the breakthrough and do break up with God because that's all they needed him for. Because we're always needing God for something to yeah. provide this, to save us from this, to save yeah. us from our the failure of our healthcare systems. Like, correct. If we don't, if we don't have need God for these our petty excuses and needs and whatever, yeah. what would we actually need God for? Good. Because I mean, like Nigerian Christianity is based on, oh, God provide for me. Especially when people are progressing, they say, oh, maybe God the favor this one. Then people who are living in penury, they will say, oh, maybe God is not in this one's neighborhood or something. Why has God been preached to us like that? Is it a more, is it a better way for pastors to make money off of, of Christians mm. or, because clearly there has to be something that, because let me tell you how what I, let me tell you how I saw God before when I was younger and I was in worry and you know so the can't just where they go you sure should go for worry I don't want to call okay, yeah, for, because if I, if I call this it's go cast like, eh, it go cast I understand but you know see they go they, so now those church will be saying they will respect you with your offering where you give if I give they call you edag they call you then you will sit down for so front, front of church I know that yeah um, mm. the day where you know give they know, they know to rate you you understand I did not really learn about Jesus I just learned about so sometimes we just go to church, they'll preach some parts of the, they will preach from this verse of the Bible, mm. give us some doctrines and things to live by. But Correct. I just ne- did not necessarily connect with God. And I know that some of my people that were going to that did not necessarily connect. But it was in reverence of the, the church, the pastor mm. and everybody. I, I didn't understand that kind of God. And also they made hell look very visual for me. I know. <laughs> so I, I was, know. I was only doing God stuff because I, like last, last, this is how I thought it was yeah. going to happen. Like last, last, maybe it was the last day. If you just say, God, forgive me or my sister, I want to go to heaven, please. We true. Agreed. No, no. You, and, and that's, I will not deny so that. I used this. to fear God. Mm. It's not, I, I think you should fear God, but I used to fear God. Like, hmm. This guy, fear changer for me. Yeah. Actually, we are fornicating, for example. Okay. No, I know we're going to get there. Okay. Fornication. But imagine Tifu for Tammy, Yeah, you're going to see her now. Well, God did this room. And God really did that room. They look you. Correct. When they say conk you like this. That's how I saw God. I saw God as this person that, I mean, we have to reverence him. But then again, you cannot say some things to God. Though. Imagine going to God with some testing problems. Like, my friend had an STI one time. Okay. 
And he was saying, oh God, please, I need to sort this out. He did not have money in school. For some reason, somebody gave him money and he thought that it was God. But me, in my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. you God solve that SDI. But you know, the Bible says, is the goodness of God that brings men to repentance. Mm. So God is good regardless. So the Bible says his faithfulness would be, he, the sun shines upon the godly and the ungodly, mm-hmm. upon the just and the just. Mm. If, if God is really the way he's been described to us, I mean, sometimes God will just keep praying for Christian farm. Let someone beat you down, believe you, if you know what I mean. So even those days where God does that, God doesn't do that. Oh. But I'm just saying, if, if that's the picture, we would, yeah. we would think, um, the, you know, God would behave like that. But again, the truth is, is the love of God that brings men to repentance. So God is not going to see the unbeliever and say, I'm going to punish you. God is going to try and mm-hmm. woo them into salvation because he's love. That's the way he communicates. Mm. So the grace of God is promiscuous. It can get to anybody. Um, the love of God has no boundaries. His acceptance sees no imperfection. That means the day anybody cries out to mm. God for help, God will reach out to you. Like I said, uh, Sonny, what I, whilst I was preaching, who God cannot save does not exist. Mm. So amazing. God is able to save anyone. Yeah, basically. So, so, um, it's just the wrong notion of God that God is, God is, God is going to punish me if I do something wrong. No, the truth is, if God really wants to punish us every time we do something wrong, none of us would be alive. Do you know how many things that we do wrong? You know, none of us be alive. And if you know what doing wrong is, is what you think wrong, what you do not, Mm. it's a lot. So that's why the grace of God and the message of God speaks for us. I'll be merciful to the unrighteousness and mm-hmm. your sins and iniquities. Mm-hmm. I would remember no more. Mm. So God dealt with the sin issue when Jesus died on the cross for on the, on the cross of Calvary for us. So for the believer, all your sins are forgiven. Past, present, and future, you are forgiven. This gives you boldness to come boldly mm. before the throne of grace mm. and obtain. You, you need this. You see, religion will teach you it's like you having a, a um, having problem with your car. And the religion, the religion, religion will teach you not to go to the mechanic. That's what I'm saying. So a believer needs help. So what is religion? I have messed up. God is going to kill me. What is the gospel of God's grace? I have messed up. I, I need God to going, fix me. Yeah, I'm going to meet God to fix me mm. because I need Him to fix me. That's what the lots of young Christians don't understand. That's, and that's what I'm saying, Pastor. Yeah. Like, I don't know how we're going to break this gospel today. Maybe we're going to do it through pop culture or putting in some music. But I'm telling you for free that some people don't see God like this. I even me when we say I don't really learn this part of God, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like I need to be performative in some way. You understand? Like, oh, if I never seen for this long, maybe sometimes maybe I, I escape fornication for a bit. I'm just like, Jesus, this is a holy month. You understand? <laughs> Make it up to a month, though. Sometimes, but I was like, "Timmy, sir." Oh, pastor, you know when my talk, I be with my no, 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 not call you. I know, no. This we need to fix all of us. I know, I know, I know what you're saying. Timmy, sir, let me tell you the truth. You don't have to perform to belong. Exactly, you're already accepted in the beloved. I've learned this all the time. You're already accepted mm. in the beloved, so it's not a performance thing. So you are not. It's the love of God that brings men to repentance. Mm. And once you understand how God loves you, mm. another scripture says the love of God constrains us. Not our love for him. His love for us constrains us. How does that happen? Beautiful. It's inside transformation, not outward behavioral mm. adjustment. So it's inner transformation, not character modification. Yeah. So the Bible says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. That scripture has been grossly misunderstood. Yeah. It didn't say work for your salvation. It says work out your salvation. 
the next verse says, for it is God who walks in you but mm-hmm. to will and, and to do. do. Mm-hmm. So when you get into a relationship with God and you understand the gospel, after a while, he begin to give you new want to. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. New want to. You just wake up and say, mm, I don't want to. Mm. New, new desires, new yearning, new cravings. It will show up with so you. So are you saying that whatever comes to my, because a lot of things come to me and my spirit, I hear it every time. Are you saying it's of God? Because what, 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 what things come to like, your spirit? Not a shouting so like. <laughs> Okay, let me just say this. I know, you are, you are no, 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 no. Expect me, but I tell you, no. I'm saying like things for my career, like, like next anything, level. Anything that comes to your spirit that doesn't contradict the word of God is of God. Is when it contradicts the word of God that is clearly this one is not of God. Things like what? Sorry. Things like what can contradict the word of God? The God that you desiring to marry someone else's wife and is coming to your spirit. That's not to, that's Ooh. not of God. You understand what I'm saying? Oh yeah. You get what I'm saying? So if it clearly contradicts the God, you say I just have a feeling to just kill this man to make money. It's God that gave you that thing. No, mm. now you, you know you don't, you don't decrease. You understand? And so, but wait, wait, instances in the Bible where God instructed people to kill, like, like in war or, Jameson, really? Well, you know, like the, God would say, "Don't spare anybody from this." Is is that where we are right now? No, I'm just my mind just went. Okay, there. So, the, so, so let me tell you about this. Is this a layman asking Christian question? Like I just want I get to ask you. about God. Let me get you. So and Jesus. Okay, that's a different dispensation, and that would take me a long time to break. Okay, so let's down. not go into the, let's let's cut. I'm just out. saying now, God is not going to um tell you, Temisan, mm-hmm. see that your landlord, yeah, nakam stick for head, oh yeah, take the house. That won't be God. That a devil. They don't talk to you for them. You understand? Because <laughs> it contradicts the nature of God. Mm-hmm. So with the believer. We don't follow rules and regulation because the regulator lives inside of us. So, Pastor, these things sound very sweet, but in practicality for yeah. young Christians, yeah. is, like you're a Christian, Nabi. You guys are, I want to be this one. The, you know, you not deny God. Now you say yes, naturally. Now you go deliver after this, after you say, Mr. Nabi, don't lay hands on because you need them. But I'm saying for young, let's just face like the, the reality of a young Christian, all this. Sometimes I just feel like the, the older generation got it better than us. Like they would maybe they didn't have the pressures that we do now. Okay. Because I, how do you really want to tell Gen Z God? Like they, they have ideas about life. They, you, they have Google. They have a lot of things that make them get, like, if you bring God to them, they can give you facts that even you, we've never read the Bible where you go shake. That's why I brought you on, right? <laughs> because even if somebody will go ask me, say, you know, I, I, I'm in entertainment, right? And you find a lot of young people that you want to even see my even smart, my even talk about Jesus with them. They all, they all give you, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, my life, I look, look at, 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 perfect to preach i know i understand, I understand my own relationship with god like if you don't have to be perfect to preach you don't have to um say okay yes i am i'm not like this before i i would say the trainer you, know, you don't have to be perfect to preach so you keep you keep you keep you keep telling them about yeah jesus. i come as i am because they don't say they, when they see me for club i'm gonna jump with my champagne glass i would say jesus loves you too from there because i mean like yeah. i like for me like i don't think that holding my champagne in my hand and drinking alcohol as my church people think is going to make me miss heaven. Do you think? 
No, that's not going to make you miss heaven. It may make you get to heaven earlier on time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get to heaven quicker. But it's not, you're not going to miss heaven. Like, Why? Because like, of a few glasses of champagne and like smirn off. And I'm just saying, create a scenario. You're drunk after a club and you're driving mm. home and then you run into something. You're going to heaven. Because heaven is a gift, not a reward no, for good behavior. But you're just going to get there on time. So is that really the reason why pastors say we should not drink? No, I don't know why every other pastor will say do not drink. I'm, you, you're talking to me, right? So yes. I will tell you that. I cannot tell you that, oh, alcohol is a sin. No, that's not true. Or the water that Jesus turned to wine in John chapter 2 was grape juice. No, no, no. no. <laughs> nah, because even the nah, man called nah, the, you know, the letter for the Disney, even the chief of the particular, this wine, why we come before that's the alcohol level eh? it took them from zero to hundred so I wonder if Jesus had turned water to wine okay now no, listen to me um, let me help you Ephesians says do not be drunk with wine wherein is excess but be ye filled with the Holy Ghost <laughs> in that scripture Paul is comparing spirit with spirit because alcohol is spirit mm. the Holy Ghost is spirit mm. so he's saying do not be given to this spirit be given to this spirit so, am I going to tell you if you drink alcohol is the same? No, I'm just saying do not be giving to alcohol. Mm, right. That's, right. that's what I would say to you. And if you check throughout the scriptures from Genesis, the first guy who took alcohol, find out for yourself what he did. He slept with his daughters. Then you see Limwell in Proverbs. It says do not be given to wine. That's, a, that's, that's an mm. advice for king. I think Ecclesiastics also says word to the nation whose king is a child, whose princes wake up and drink in the morning. So there's a lot of advice in scripture. Against. Um, what I say against about alcohol, rather. I won't say mm. against alcohol. There's a lot of advice in scripture about alcohol. Mm. That if you're not going to Ephesians, it says even the pastor should not be given to wine. You know, certain things that it becomes the standard for, um, clergymen and leaders mm. in church. So what would I tell Ibiva? That to take a glass of wine is a sin. No, that's not true. But do not be given to that. Exactly. Now, whatever that giving is to you, because some people go finish three bottles say, I'm not staring. I never give in rich. He won't finish the full crate before you know so you go give in. And that you won't die now. I have to Your liver go know that they give in or not mm. in future. Because you see, grace takes away the judgment of sin, not the consequences of sin. Speak to me, my pastor. Not the consequences of sin. Mm-hmm. But the judgment has been taken away. So that means if I now say, oh, well, I live in an era of grace. I don't need all these things. I better free this thing, Joe. And I go and steal. I will go to EFCC. Yeah. That's the consequences of what I did. Yeah. And in EFCC, God loves me. Of course. But you would suffer. Yeah, yes. You go even self fellowship. You, you, you know, you will, be, no, you will never leave you, nor forsake you. <laughs> God is too faithful. He go yeah. follow you day there. Mm-hmm. So you give Gebele, the blood of Jesus can wash you clean, but not go wash the Bele come out. Mm-hmm. Consequences. That's what happens to a lot of. So you now get drunk and it's affecting your liver. You are saved though, but there are consequences. They wait for you for from. I really love this breakdown because it shows. So that's what I'm saying, Pastor. They've peddled some, God, like they've peddled some preachings and religious doctrines to us that we don't even know why we shouldn't yeah. do certain things. We yeah. don't, we, I don't, we don't even know did Jesus enough that we claim that we're yeah. serving to know why we should like. I understand. I think that if you if you understand the love of God, it will influence the things that you do automatically. God bless you. Now so you're talking. Now the problem with that now, so this we don't even understand this Jesus. That's why I want us to talk about this Jesus. For example, like young people, I keep saying young people, it's so hard to preach the gospel to young people because they already have a misconception of what the gospel is. Peddled to them by who? By my your folks, colleagues, my colleagues, right. my senior colleagues. So how do we correct that, Pastor? Well, how do we correct that? We correct that by, you know, 
I would always say whatever you're burdened for, you're assigned to correct. Mm. I don't believe in paralysis of analysis. I believe in providing solution to the problem. So I'm not going to sit here and start and, and keep complaining of um, how they've misrepresented oh, no, Jesus that's not the, that's not the, without yeah. trying to present him properly. Mm-hmm. So how do we correct it? By presenting Jesus. Yes. People like you mm. have to come on um, your platform like mm-hmm. this. This is how to fix it. So there's somebody watching online who's like, okay, you know what? Let me try this church on Sunday. Like yes. my bingo church now. Yeah. If Temisan really loves God or God loves him regardless, and mm. the person they see your madness, say, okay, you know mm. what? God loves this Temisan, not my Temisan. Do you know? So I feel come to Jesus. That's how a lot of my friends started coming to church. That's so my point. The thing is, you know, I used to think that my life. My life is not really perfect for them to, uh, as a perfect example for them, but they were seeing results in my life. Yeah. They were seeing my relationship with God. They thought, I mean, there were times where they were going through things where all I could tell them was Jesus. Right? I didn't know the answer. I know you're such an evangelist. Well, you know. I know even know. Like, that's maybe that's why God loved me more than some other people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. That was a joke. No, but I'm just saying that. No, 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 no. That's very powerful what you just said. Because it reminds me of John in the scripture. Mm. So John will write in the Bible and say the disciple that Jesus loved. So John is writing about himself, Peter, and somebody else. Say so Peter was there, mm. Andrew was there, mm. and the disciple that Jesus loved. So I am John, disciple. God bless you. So John had a revelation that Jesus loved him. Mm. And God loves everybody equally, but there are people who have used the magnifying glass to focus the son of God's love to their life. That's why yeah. And they are aware that God loves them. I'm very aware. And this that's, is the conversation that sense. I've gotten from. It's like people randomly just stop me and say, maybe you know the year the one we got to tell you for your heart. Mm. God has called me to tell you that he loves you and he's trying to reach out to you. And it happened like three times, right? That's what, that's what I just told myself. I like, you know what? Let's just even accept this Jesus with our full chest and do this Jesus stuff, right? So, so okay, let me let you learn. There's something that just came on my mind as yeah. you're talking. Very powerful. But I I think that the, the best type of evangelism for me and my friends is my lifestyle is is when we go out to lunch and we're talking about things and and, you know I mean in an industry where a lot of us are going through a lot of things depression anxiety and whatnot and some of some of us need answers right and I always tell them I don't know how I get through this but it's only Jesus that can help you because that's the only person that helps me I'm totally dependent on this person Mm. and that's so I'm not really forcing the gospel on them I'm just telling them this is the lifestyle. If you want to come on board, it, you know, so some of them think that they have to just do a 360 change. I'm like, no. Okay. okay. But when I say 360 change, I don't mean that. You know how some people believe, say, eh, once you just burn again like this, bam, everything is new. You change. You don't have like your audience. You don't have your addictions. You don't have whatever you think that you used to have. Right. I, th- I tell my friends that once you come to Jesus, he will slowly work with you and change you and you become that person that you probably want to be. So let, so let me say this. The change sometimes can be um, instantan- instantaneous. Can it? With, with some people. There's some people, it, it takes time for them to change. But Jesus is patient with everybody. Mm. Jesus is patient with everybody. Now, the reason why someone like you and even me, that our character must be louder than what we say is because... Your character speaks louder that people can even hear your voice. Mm-hmm. Now, let me say this. I'm, 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 I, was, I was sharing some days ago and I'll say this again. The value of the believer is Christ in you. The impact of the believer is Christ DC. Value of what? The value of the believer mm-hmm. is Christ in you. The impact of the believer is Christ DC. So you are valuable regardless of impact. The problem with religion, religion tries to 
um, determine your value by your impact. No. Ooh. No, that's not true. Christ is in you with you regardless. So you're mm. valuable. And that's, that's the gift of righteousness, mm-hmm. salvation. But the impact of your life is Christ they see. Mm-hmm. So you and I and everyone listening must come to the point of us making impact with our lives. That's how we can save this generation um, the more. Mm. So our value is important that we talk about Jesus. But what makes it extra potent is that they now see practice. Because only fools doubt proves. Mm. Yeah, so I, there's a guy in church who was um, into um, addicted in the Ministry of Agriculture. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you know it takes you know it, you know he's high on something. Cut up that expression. <laughs> he's high on many many things. And I started like smoking. Bro, I seen four apps a day. Polyandry, Kwaleigbo, strong one. Okay, we're gonna get to that. Yeah, we're gonna get there. Yeah. And he started coming to church. Didn't feel judged. But something in him, which is the Holy Ghost, started telling him that you know you can live above these weeds mm. because you have the tree of life. I'm only high on the most high. If you if you if you drag that breath of life, my God, and you drink of that wine of the spirit, nothing else can scratch the highness we get from his presence. Because he's the most high. So you do high, you high. You do I know, high. I agree. I still drink, I just change brands. Ka, ka, the ka, Holy ka. Ghost. Bobo Sheta Lava. I'm not going to for my hands. <laughs> Wait, no more. So hold on, let me give you his testimony. So he continued mm-hmm. in the teaching. So I showed him Genesis, I think chapter 17. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Not be thou perfect and walk before me. Religion will teach you, be thou perfect and walk before me. The Bible teaches, walk before me and be thou perfect. Mm. So it is in the walk that you become perfected. Mm. So he started working. After a while, he said to me, Mama, three months now, I never do him. I just, that the last time he did it, he became angry. Before we do it, and he'd be very happy. Oh, wow. What he did this time was like, man, no, 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 no. I did something wrong because there's already a conflict. Why? There's growth. Now all his friends are coming with him to church because they've seen impact let your light so shine before men so god doesn't need your light to shine before him he's the immortality that dwells in unappreciable light mm. so not get your light go light before god you they learn his light now for mm. you uh, but let your light shine before men so you need to shine before men not shine before god so we are not shining to impress god because jesus already impressed him for us mm. so i'm not trying to impress god because whatever God required from me, Jesus became for me. Mm. So I'm not shining. So my living right is not to impress God. It's for impact. And for then we see my mm. good work and give glory to God that is in heaven. Amazing. I mean, I like this. This is how we should break down the gospel. Right? I'm telling you the truth. So speaking of this guy with the boo, you know, mm. say lots of young Christians with the church sick boo. Anna, yes, no, yeah. of course. So now, like, are you, are you saying that smoking weed, because some people have come with the idea that oh, smoking weed is great. Smoking weed is this. Smoking weed. Is this. What do you think about Igbo first of all? Bully Andre. Yeah. Bully. Well, so, so to be honest, <laughs> I may not be the perfect person to talk about because I've never smoked weed. You've yeah. never, I've never smoked weed. Are you be worried, boy? Now what for you? I've, I've never smoked weed, but I glory to God. James, <laughs> <laughs> why I not believe you? Take that part out. <laughs> James, why I don't believe you? Why I don't believe you? Jesus. James, you give me you. Pastor, stop. I beg. Don't stress me, please. He's working in me. James, gradually. Please. <laughs> no. So, 
So tell me, listen to me. Um, please, this part, I beg <laughs> I don't smoke weed. I've never smoked weed. Yeah. So, weed. I've never smoked weed. So, I, I may not be the best person, but I can tell you that it has done a lot of damage to people. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you enough to know that it becomes an addiction. And if you can't control it, if it's controlling you, there's mm-hmm. something wrong with that whole system. Yeah. So I'm not going to approach it on the, is this sin or is not a sin? Mm-hmm. Like I will tell you, smoking weed, that's not what will take you to hell. You will get to heaven faster. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You get to heaven faster. Mm-hmm. And if, if you go through Yaba left, cause I know people who have dragged weed and bam, they went color right straight like that. Wow. Full blown. We see the pray may God adjust the brain small, but it will make heaven. Yes, so just because on the heaven, left side. Yeah, heaven is not a reward for good behavior. It's Tell a gift it. in the salvation package. Okay, what takes you to heaven? John 3, 15, 16, 17, 18, you can read it. For God so loved the world, mm. not the church, that he gave his only begotten son. There's a reason why it's the most popular scripture in the Bible. Mm. That whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Mm. 17, for God has not sent his son into this world to condemn this world, but through him that the world will be saved. 18, he that believes in Christ is not condemned. He that doesn't believe in Christ is condemned already. So the action word is believing. Believing in Jesus. So anybody who believes in Jesus and accepts his work is going to heaven. Because heaven is a gift, not a reward for good behavior. Okay. But listen to me, because people now say, because ah, I can hear you. So I just believe now, I just be misbehaving. No, 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 no. Why? I because, love that talk. You don't no, have... no, oh, no. Honestly, because I, you know, I, I get it all the time. Because... The person who you believed on and believed in that is inside of you does not misbehave, so you will not misbehave. Mm -hmm. So if you truly believe and have accepted him, give it time, you'll find inner transformation, not character modification. Mm. But what I'm saying is that God is patient with whoever comes to him and however they come to him. Mm. God will be patient with you. Give me, give me. So God will be patient with you. So the gospel is come as you are, but you will not remain as you are. Mm. Even Titus says 2 verse 11 that the grace of God teaches men to deny ungodliness. It's important to say that. So grace teaches you to deny, not religion, not your face like armpits for church on Sunday morning. That's not, you can't spare them. It's, it's, no, no, it's, so if you teach grace and they meet grace, grace will do the change work. So what, how do I put it again? There's no wonder grace can change. I've seen grace change people who you thought this one, forget it. Right off. Yeah. Right off. But God came for such people. Mm. Yeah, basically. And this, this heaven is a gift. Let me shock you. The thief on the cross did not ask God for forgiveness. He just recognized and believed in Jesus. Wow. He didn't say, Jesus, I'm here. Forgive me. He said today, remember me in your kingdom in paradise. That's all. That's me. belief. That's belief. And it ties back to John 3, 16. Acknowledging Jesus. He didn't say, then Jesus didn't tell him, you did it now. I know I ask God for, you know, pray me to forgive you now. I know confess your sin. No. You confess Jesus. This is the teaching of the gospel. It is so simple that you need a pastor to get you confused. Ouch. So simple. So, so I, I, I think the disconnect with all the old folks would be, eh, you are, you are giving people license to sin. No, the grace is not a license to sin. Adam gave us license to sin. Sin and follow come matter. Hmm. So, because of what Adam did, we came as sinners. So, Adam was the one who gave us license to sin, not grace. Grace would teach you how to deny ungodliness, but you need to meet grace first. Once grace walks in you, 
you will finally leave out that which is already inside of you. Mm-hmm. It's like a pregnancy. You get pregnant, you may not see, um, you may not see the body changing in next two, three months. And it's, and it differs from people. I know a lady who's eight months pregnant. She go, I can't pass you, no go, no. So, let God do the work of change. Yeah. Let us not try to determine change mm. and work. No, no, no. Let God do the work of change. Mm. And we must be patient. And that's why this disturbs people from coming to church because they come to church and feel judged. Yeah. But you need to come to church to hear the word of God's grace. Because, I mean, the church is like hospital, although not everyone is taking their medication. <laughs> <laughs> but we keep preaching the word of God's grace in church, basically. And, and, and that's what it is. is Accept Jesus into your heart and let him work in you. Mm-hmm. Is an inside-out work, not an outside-in work. It's inner transformation, not behavior modification. So once the work of salvation starts within you, I've seen people change. Hmm. I think the biggest testimony I have in our church would be people walk up to my office and say, Piflo, man, I just left that married man. I'm like, ah, but I didn't preach adultery on Sunday. And she said to me, you don't have to preach adultery. You're mm-hmm. preaching Jesus. Jesus is preaching to me. This thing you just said has happened to me and some of my friends and people that I know where you just begin to change. You don't know where you're changing, but all of a sudden you, don't, you just don't want to do the same things anymore. They don't just give you joy anymore. I think that's the Jesus that I've experienced. That's let me, let, let me give you a testimony. I'm, I'm hoping she can even come on this, on this show with you. Mm. Some lady in my church who's been masturbating for three years. Wow. She has to masturbate to sleep. And that came through abuse. She was abused and she mm. was raped and all that stuff. And that messed her up. So she started coming to church and I started preaching the word of God's grace. Mm. God loves you more than the devil hates you. All your sins are forgiven. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Mm. In him, you live in him, you move in him, you have your being. You are in him, justified is in you, glorified. You're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You're who God says you are mm. and not what you did. And instead of preaching this word of God's grace, she said she stopped masturbating. She did not know that she stopped. It was after two, three months. One day, she felt like mas- masturbating. Mm. Now, she said something very profound that before she w- she'll go on the porn side, before she masturbates. Mm-hmm. And then it moved from there to having that video on her head. So she doesn't, she, she doesn't have to hold her phone. She just has the file in her head just and just pick one of them and play. Pick one of them, play it, and she's there. But that day, she was looking for the file. It had been deleted. Inner transformation. <laughs> But she did not know. Guess what she did? She now went to her phone and downloaded it because she was she was trying to, ah, ah can this happen to mm. me? Then she did it and she could not sleep before she would do it to, to sleep. sleep. Yeah. Now she's doing it and she could, and she said, no, 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 I don't know. You know, they happen again. I don't be past this mm. thing. That was the last time she did it. That was not me preaching judgment on her. If God cast you, they touch yourself. You don't go, you don't say to. It was just teaching the love of God in Christ Jesus, what God has already done for you. And just because once Jesus is revealed, the believer is unveiled. Yes. So it's the revelation of Jesus that unveils the believer. Mm. But when you have a service where Jesus is not being preached, not being teached, but rules and regulation, you're going to have all manner of iniquity. And people are bound to break laws. Hypocrisy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's inner transformation that gives birth to all of mm. that impact that we need to um, shine the light of God's you know, inside our hearts. Timmy, sir, I'm very excited about you and what you're doing here. Thank you so much, Pastor. But you can help a lot of people in your generation to come to Jesus. They will come to Jesus after this show. There's a lot depending on you. I'm very aware of that. That's why I'm not not even doing it from a place of perfection. I'm just asking questions that I think that people like me want to ask. And that's what brings me to my next question. Talk to me about the next question. Young people, fornication and the love of God, right? Mm. 
you just spoke about a woman who was masturbating for three years. First of all, there's been lots of, lots of back and forth on this masturbation topic that, oh, some people think that it's not a sin. Some people think that, oh, it's a sin against God. Oh, but we're not having sex with this person now. We're not having sex with that person. It's just me. You know, the Bible, pleasuring myself. You, you know, the Bible mentioned things like fornication and all uncleanliness. So, um, you know what I mean? Ejaculating is un- unclean. Is, will you listen to I, I, I don't think anybody who really does it and want to be honest with themselves would say, I like the fact I do it and I can't help myself every time I do it. I'm sure they want to be better. Again, I can't... Jamison, are you talking from experience? You've never masturbated. I've you? never masturbated. I'm sorry. I think I'm the wrong guy. Probably explains why. Yeah. So, I, so, and even those who have met who masturbate mm-hmm. haven't said... I think a guy is a, he wrote a book about it and I, I should I should give it to you to share um with I don't, your, I don't with, masturbate to with your audience. I didn't okay, say you because this is what really give me book blessing. And yeah, I, me, I'm speaking from you represent a generation, <laughs> so, yeah, like you said. Generation. Yeah, so I'm just saying, saying. I, listen to me. Are there people who are masturbating and want to get out of it and can't get out of it? Yes. Maybe I'm for those people. Yes. Maybe I'm for the, if you're saying I'm doing it, I like it. I don't want to get out of it. I can't help you because even grace can't help you because you have to let grace in. Any saw when you, they use socks, they cover, not the heel. Mm, Until you expose them to light. And so I'm not for you. If you say, Oh, I'm doing it. I love it. Don't condemn me. Oh, do you? But I'm just Mm. saying, if you're doing it and you want to get out, grace can get you out of it. So do, do, do you think people want to get out when it now becomes an addiction or when it's just a I random? I, I, I think both ways. When it's a random and when... I've heard people say every time I do it, I just feel... I don't dirty. F- I feel dirty. I, I mean, it yeah. is what it is. Let, I, you know, sometimes we try to now create an acceptance around it. Well, good luck for you. But I'm just saying... Are you out there and you want to get out of it? Yes, the grace of God can help you. I can help you. But mm-hmm. if you're saying, no, people are leaving me I like and like that too... Good luck to you. Okay, uh, you know I'm not going to condemn you because of single that. Single Christians, who, especially in the church, who say, "You know what? Since I'm not having sex with," it's called the believer sin, by the way, masturbation. Ah, let's go there. It's called the believer sin. Is so, it? Yeah, yeah. Because in their mind, I don't. I'm not dealing with with anybody. I need to get so I don't have to now look at the person in church and feel funny and feel like a hypocrite. This is just me, myself, and I catching my orgasms and yeah. still being in the church. And, and, and I'll tell you that God is not with anything that just excites your body without empowering your body mm. basically so i don't think god would be excited about you just throwing seeds or just ejaculating and i i don't I think it even has its health consequences which this is even good for health That's no 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 I, well uh, you may be right but i've just I, I i also have heard that it affects sexual relationship with your partner yeah, I've heard that well. so i'm counseling couples who like my husband man he's not doing it. Go bedroom, so P. what that's the problem in your marriage Deal with it. That's the truth. So, if you get what I mean, so me, I am, I'm for abundant life, life in quality, life in quality, life mm. in accelerated velocity. That's what Jesus came to give you. Mm. I'm not sure Jesus came to give you a life that will put you in, in addiction of some things mm. too. It's full blown. If I get, if I give you a brand new car, the AC not the work. Which kind of brand new car with that one? So if Jesus comes with a full package, let's accept the full package of redemption, mm. totally free for he whom the son had set free. It's free indeed. So mm. if God says I'm free, why should I be bound with small yeah. masturbation, small polyandry here, small distance? Say, are you the kind of good? That means I've not totally accept, accepted the full mm-hmm. payment of redemption. And it's available to you because grace makes all things available. Faith makes all things obtainable. So it's just for you to receive faith to take what grace has already made available. So grace makes faith takes. I love it. Top Pastor, let's talk about fornication. Preach. Yeah. And young people. 
I'm sure that you counsel a lot of young people who cannot, especially like in church, people who really want to serve God, who I are know. very committed, I but know. you know what? They can't stop having sex. In fact, having sex has become so normal in yeah. the in the actual world that yeah. if you're not actually sleeping with your girlfriend is a problem or if you're not sleeping with your boyfriend is a problem yeah. some people say they want to test before marriage some some girls who are in relationships with some men right now would not some men will not marry some girls if they never test some girls don't go marry some boys if they never test like what what do you think about that because mar- these people come to church to marry every other day they don't sleep with each other some don't come up belay some now because they don't feel come up belay make we catch them they can't rush into marriage okay you, so mm-hmm. for, None of these people should be judged. Exactly. There is therefore not no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're in Christ Jesus, you're not condemned. Mm-hmm. But again, there is a posture of spiritual maturity that you can be better. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things to talk about here. Let me talk about, I need to test first before I get married. Okay. I was counseling yesterday and I said to the person, so all the ones where you don't test, why you don't marry them? That's, that's, if you need to test to get married mm. I agree okay let's say I agree so all the ones when you don't do why you not marry them the for the final test that means the for the final test I'm telling you shake it from my heart not with my hand <laughs> <laughs> you know so but again so that doesn't make any sense mm. that doesn't make any sense to say now I, I get what they're trying to do to say ah, sexual compatibility I'm just saying let me talk to you about sex in marriage your level of transparency determines your level of intimacy so I'm dealing with a couple who talk to your guy in a relationship. Oga, now head, they make me come. Don't be praying in tongues now mm. in that relationship. And when you get into marriage, then you now say, go down and say, no, I stand up in the name of the Lord. No, 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 no. Talk about it. So the level of transparency determines the level of intimacy. So yeah, so if you guys are transparent and can talk about this issue whilst you are dating, it will solve a lot of problems. Because I've also seen people who were sexually compatible before they got married. They thought, ah, this guy in the duel. And then you get married and it changes. How many times does that happen? I'm not going to feature your statistics now because I'm not Google and come, come But here. also... But um, that one safe deal. It, I know you go there. I mean, there's nothing... nothing uh-huh. there, so but. at the end of the day... If we won't follow this Bible, let's follow it well. Let's not create excuses. Okay, but Pastor, there's been yeah. situations where you know what? They, they waited, they waited and they eventually got to the marriage. The man cannot perform or he's probably not attracted to her or the, the dif- different things. So, what happens in those situations? So I've dealt with a lot with, um, they got married. That's not a, that's not sexual compatibility issue. That's sexual dysfunctionality. dysfunctionality. The man is not standing on holy ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not sexual compatibility problem. That's sexual dysfunctionality. Do you understand what I'm saying? What if uh, there have been times when I've heard that, oh, you know what? It was too small when they finally got married. Okay. They, w- what happens then? Hmm. She'll be stuck, but she'll be stuck with that for the rest of her life. You know, so, you know, I, I did, honestly, I don't think I have a one size fits all answer for this question. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the only answer for all this situation. Mm-hmm. So I can't tell you, but I've also met female doctors who say, man, it's not about the size. It's just knowing what to do with the size. <laughs> a lot of women can but get it to talk once you bring the size come, they don't agree. You know, I'm not saying you know, but I agree. Street, let me tell you, I, no, I, no, I agree with of the streets, right? Yeah. They will be sure to tell you that about the size, about the size. But when you bring bad sense, they will laugh at you. I agree with you because I think even pornography and the social media age has presented sex as one, 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 one art that has to be empowered by many drugs 
and many, many things. So we have even unrealistic expectation with sex, with sex mm. before, before a lot of us get married or even start having sex. There's just a lot of unrealistic ex- expectation. What I would say concerning, um, let me leave that. Let me, what, let, what, I, what I would say concerning fornication is, is the grace of God that will help you because Lagos is sexually charged. Jesus Christ. You don't That's need to say I. I so watch. Even they go club, you already know. Imagine say you go to go club. They enter club with us. I, I mean, you, you can actually go out on a restaurant and you see a girl with two handkerchiefs, one two. Fashion. Now, I agree. <laughs> so the last one we come meet, I say you won't breastfeed. Yeah, that's, that's that cannot, you understand? Believe the truth now. <laughs> <laughs> but but down my cousin, I'm like, ah, fan. Now why you they dress like this? What mm. kind of? I don't even ask you say you pass up honestly you know they you know they feel all this like what say you say things on the move on only ground mm-hmm. they move now they happen to everybody because so there's like there's a wrong impression that oh pastors not get temptation no to whom much is given much is expected mm-hmm. so I, I will naturally build a system around me that will not expose me to things that I won't come detest my fe- my flesh for this age no so there are some people that I will not counsel in a closed room we'll counsel for front of church where everybody they see us because it now becomes her word against, against yours. That one saved day. So you, you try your best as much as possible. Again, but it's the grace of God that keeps you. Mm. I tell women, you can't keep a man who doesn't want to be kept. If you know what I mean. It's the grace of God that keeps you at the end of the day. So, but I, I, I don't like it when men in church feel like, pastor, you don't know temptation. No, pastors have temptation on another level too. But I'm just saying, if you're not disciplined before you became a pastor, you will not be disciplined as a pastor. So have you always been disciplined? As, I mean, you grew up as a, a pastor's child, yeah. right? So did you always grow up like knowing that, oh, you know, you have to keep so, yourself so chased? The, the first discipline I got was my mom. She she slapped me one slap like that and told me that if I look at a girl like this, you'll get belly. And so, you know, that kind of small orientation. So you, maybe you don't look at it. Your mind goes, you'll say, if you look at her again, she'll be pregnant. Jesus. You know, so we had that, I had a very strict upbringing. It was overboard. I look back and I appreciate it. So, um, I, I, I see some sense in what she did, but mm. she would just teach me sex education. Yeah. She would have enlightened yeah. me. True. But she did not. On a worry woman, you know the way they are, you know, short temper. So she just say, why, why are you looking at that girl like that? You want to give a belly? I deceive. I deceive. I'm like, mommy, now my friend from school. I just, they yell at me. You know, that kind of thing. So it's, it's the way. I would teach a, a, a believer to be disciplined. It's the, it's the same. Mm. It's, it's, there's no shortcut for pastors. It's the same rule and regulation of put your body under subjection. Mm. Go and marry. If it's the two who kill you like that, pray in that whole journey. Because you can't marry because of Do you advise people to yeah. get married if, you, if they're too sexually active? That's not the reason to get married. Like I said, you can't marry because because you just say this to the um, but again, again, that cannot be the whole reason why. Pastor, why do you want to get married? Because my body is people they marry. You know, I agree. But again, by them, they not enter the marriage is is not sex. It's more than 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 that. Is the whole um the collective. What do we go to do about sex in this Lagos? Because if if people cannot. If people should not marry because of sex, because a lot of people are having sex because they want sex, people are having threesomes, foursomes, oh, wow. dramatic sex. They're swinging their boyfriends yeah. and girlfriends, their wives and their spouses. Sex is a big deal in this Lagos. It's a big industry in this Lagos. And people don't realize. So if you're saying that, oh, okay. My, 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 my answer to that, who grace cannot save does not exist. So are we saying that grace is going to save I want to preach grace to all the people that are having sex and fornicating around. Is that what's going to save them? I don't know any other message to save them. Now the grace of God will save them. Mm. If you see, I think in Romans, Romans was saying, 
where sin abounds, grace abounds the more. Message translation says, in a competition between grace and sin, grace wins hands down. So, like I've said, I've seen the grace of God change. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Um, like this guy, you, it, it's impossible. I've seen grace fix that too. Because you come into a deeper relationship with God where it doesn't mean that you won't have those struggles sometimes. Is that, mm. that it doesn't have a stronghold on you. It's not correct controlling your life in its entirety and totality. But basically, like my mother would say to me, is the bird is permitted to fly above your head, mm-hmm. but to make a nest on your head. Mm. No, no. Yeah. So you can have the challenges, but to now accept it as okay. my identity. No, no, no. So you're saying basically. that the goal is to get people to get the gospel? To get the gospel of God's grace. And it, it will can, change the their grace will change, their, change lives. their life. Because Titus 2, the grace of God teaches men to deny ungodliness. Mm. So, so religion cannot teach you to deny ungodliness. Okay. It's the message of God's grace, the gospel that will teach you to deny. If grace changed Paul of Tarsus, Saul of Tarsus to Apostle Paul, mm. I don't know anybody when grace not change. Mm. And I've seen people in our day and time that have been changed by the grace of God. I mean, prostitute, Yahoo boy, homosexuals, name them, all kinds. I've seen the grace of God change them. So I'll tell you who grace cannot change does Mm. not exist. That's amazing. Does not exist. So how many, how many, how many minutes have we been doing this? 54. So we probably have like six more minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So don't ask this my pastor again pastor so like i'm going to come back to young people right and their relationship with god how can we get young people to understand god i mean you already have a platform right this is my platform i want to talk about god but how can we get god to be popular amongst young people especially my generation okay um we we need to speak their language um if I imagine the gospel as rice, for instance, if they like jello fries, let's have them smoked jello fries. Exactly. If they like um, fried yam, let's give them fried yam with egg and sauce and mm. put everything. But whatever we do, the message must not be tampered with. Yep. We must speak. We can't put them in the in the box of religion and then tie them there. Mm. You know, we must show them the love of God. It must be a place where they can dress freely. I mean, not globalizing everything that should be privatized, but dress in, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, dress in, in, in a way. <laughs> Let us show some skin, pastor. Well, I don't, I don't have a problem with you showing some skin, but there are certain things that are private area. Yeah, know, of course. Of course. You know what I mean? So get, get, get to them where they are mm. on social media, on their platform, put it in a song, mm. put it in a rap, put it in the t-shirt that they can wear, mm-hmm. not just wear some kind of t-shirt that just looks like, mm. um, fluorescent light and say this no 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 you know what I mean uh, so, so get, get into their culture mm. and give them the culture of the kingdom and present it to them right there um, not with from, excellence with, of course with excellence because excellence is a bit of a if problem I, yeah. because we just think that if you now if you uh, 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 look at uh, look at look at look at cause no, problem no, so, no, 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 look, so, let me say so, so, the reason why I started to go Church for you, like that church where I started, you go now. Small chops carry me. Small chops. So what that what had happened was that they I don't want to tell you in but would they go on church like this? I don't they go. But on Sunday, the way the church package come, they had a bus to lift us from school straight to the cinema. That's why we're in Keja. Keja's uh, ICM was our meeting point, right? So we'll do the church uh, services at the 
at the cinema hall for like two hours. When we finish, proper singing, paid singers, so you know that the music was great. So first of all, that drew us in because how can they be singing so good? Like they were singing about normal worship and this thing. Music was, was powerful. So, to like new song was yeah was yeah, part of it. I'm like, how can people be this? So I love the music. Then they started saying no small chops. And that, and you and you chop him without shame. Are you? I know one guy who comes to church every Sunday. is first timer every Sunday. I don't want to mention his name. Eh, uh, but I, that was me for a long time. <laughs> so they go see this small shop. I'm like, so under small shops, I guess we close around twelve. Before and then they could they open restaurant for like you know, like around like Sundays. Yeah. So under small shops, we call all our belletti. The when they go open restaurant, I went so to Union, like, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So and that's what brought me to church. I just realized, say after I went not call like the small shops again. I just go to church. I can't even join workforce. I can't join choir. So I don't know how we can bait young people. I feel like we should bait them yeah. into into coming to church. And when they come, they can be arrested by the love of God and the grace of God. I think you and I are the bait. Yeah. First of all. So uh we, we, we may try to just put it on the church to do something, but we are the church that should do something. Exactly. So you and I are the bait. So you, you have people you can say XYZ blah blah blah. Let's meet in church this Sunday. I want you to come. I know to they bring people come to church every Sunday. You know they see me. Oh, all right. Bring. <laughs> well, you could do a lot more. So, so, so you and I are the bait. The mm-hmm. people who we deal with, the people who meet us, and they encounter this revelation of Jesus. So, you know, this guy, his vibe. He, I, I kind of connect with him. Mm. That's it. And they'll be able to come to church. That's one. Is there something we must do from our end as pastors? We, there's a lot we must do. Mm. There's a lot we must do, and we. We're thinking of um, university outreach. We're thinking of doing um, talent show, just spoken words, a lot of things. Do you have, a, do you have, a, do you have a place? Do you have a ministry in, in Unilag or? Yes, but we're waiting for Unilag to open. Right now, they are not open. Right. So oh, we're starting the, a new one. Sorry? We're, we're starting something. You're starting something in Unilag. Definitely. Mad. But it's going to be, maybe I'll, I'll put you up on that whole vibe. Yeah, too. we should. We should. I used to be a member of staff, and I think yeah. that's that's where my love. I, mean, I think in Unilag, I think. I needed God in Unilag and God came through for me. I was a I, pastor I, there, so I know, I know. I know are, you, are you a pastor in staff? No, a pastor in TRF, not staff. Oh, TRF, now that one with the, the business admin side now. I don't know where they meet now. I don't know where they meet Coffee shop, It has some cool you know, law students that were handling it that time. Oh. I, well, I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a minute. I left yeah. you like a while ago, but I was a pastor. No, staff was, I love staff was Staff was Monday. Was, um, TRF was Tuesday. Mm. I had friends in staff when I was there. Well, staff so, was every Monday. Yeah, yeah, staff was every Monday. Main auditorium. You I like every Tuesday. Every Monday. The commitment to staff, staff was the coolest See, fellowship. Now, now the thing is, when we now transition from Unilag, from Unidays, so main church, there's a huge disconnect. Woo, if you know what I mean? Is. There's a like oh it wow. Took me a while. Yeah. And then the, the prayer community we had if you went during that we used to pray at a prayer chapel. I used yes. to pray at the front. Um I prayed at the front. SUB common room, SUB area, that amphitheater. We used to pray there a lot. But when some of us left Unilag, yeah. we lost it because we didn't have the community to pray with. And big churches that we went to, Fantastic. we didn't have that. And that's why it's important to build the altar of prayer in your heart, mm. not in the location. So when you leave the location, you are a moving altar. You understand mm. that? So there are friends who lost their prayer lives. Love? <laughs> they are friends they're who lost... They, they look less they, 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 they know they know they reach you. For they know reach you. Jesus is with you for years. Hey, glory. In him you live. In him you move, in him you have your being. You you're you're learning well, you're coming to church. Yeah. Glory. Well, speaking of this Jesus thing, like it took me a while to get, I was talking about like my journey in, like in school, right? So like, I, I, I don't think I 
I fit in immediately. I got into uni lads. Mm. So I think that the people that were, became my friends quickly were already church people. Mm. So just no matter, oh, let me just follow them to church. I could come from yeah. church background. Like, 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 just, and I, I used to judge them a lot. So all the church people. I, was, mm-hmm. I go to see for hosted the two say this thing. Church choramaster the two swan girl for they go see them buy chicken and chips. So I was I was like, maybe I just go me not be like say, but I just realized that over time I always wanted to do more God things. Started experiencing God. My playlist went from <laughs> left to right, <laughs> left to right. Just keep it like that. So I just realized that I like God things. I wasn't necessarily a saint. I just mm. like the God stuff. I used to pray more. Started speaking in tongues. Started learning about my, the gospel and whatnot. But there was still always a like a a gap. Right? Okay. You know, you love God, but then again, there's so many things that you've heard about God, so you're not sure about your relationship with God regardless. Mm-hmm. So you think it has to be performance. It does. I keep saying that. Yeah, it's not I performance. Kept, like, I kept have to, uh, having to perform to say, you know what, or maybe if I don't sin for this period of time, God will forgive me. I mean, if you don't lie, I don't know, say, I don't lie. But you know? I don't count and say this period that I did not fornicate. That is This period saying. that I did not say this and uh, this, this. You know, and the universe says our self righteousness is like filthy rags. It's so filthy. God. You know what filthy rags? mean used sanitary pad yeah that's what Isaiah was describing mm. so what Isaiah was calling filthy rag was used that means our self-righteousness is as filthy is air used sanitary pad God forbid about them so you can't come to God with your righteousness mm. you must always come in the righteousness of the one who has called you righteous mm. for the Bible says he made Jesus sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus yeah and that's a confession you must make every day I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're say it again. Because sometimes go, I am the righteousness of God, God in, Christ in Christ Jesus. Jesus. Because sometimes, Pastor, like the truth is that sometimes we feel so far away. I mean, you're not, you know that you, you are a Christian, but some days you just feel very far. The devil will accuse you of all the things that you have done. You're not feeling very Christianese that day. Like, do you get to this point where you're like, oh my God. Christianity is not a feeling, it's a knowing. Mm. Salvation is not a feeling, it's a knowing. So some days you will not feel like you will not feel like but you must know it hmm. so it's not feelings it's knowing is that I, I may not feel like a Christian but I know that I'm in Christ Jesus hmm. basically so you, you can't say today I don't feel like a Nigerian you're a Nigerian regardless anyway you're a Nigerian say ah you know what you just call, I just did this America I don't even feel like Nigerian I lie you <laughs> when push comes to the say bring that passport you're mm-hmm. not that green one you get except you get to Bali you get what I'm saying? So it's not a feeling, it's a knowing. Amazing. That you may know the love of God, that you may know, Paul was always talking about know, epignosis, accurate, precise knowledge of who God is. To Hallelujah. And what God has done in Christ. So you say, so it's a knowing, it's not, so I can go out in the morning and say, I don't feel like, I don't feel anointed, I don't feel, but I know. As you begin to acknowledge what you know, feelings will catch up with you. Hallelujah. So I wake up some morning, I'm like, ah, I feel like, it. but you now say, Father, I know because I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I know that all my sins are forgiven. I know that I'm accepted mm. and beloved. I know that God is not mad at me. He's madly in love with me. I know that I don't, I don't have to perform to belong because I'm already accepted. Mm. I know that all things are working together for my good. Eventually, demons, like before you know, your body go begin to say, ah, I'm on a wow. So the Bible says in Jude 20, building up yourself in the most holy faith. That means don't wait for the Holy Ghost to move you, move it. Marata shekoho so fratane and dikwa talebo ho su si friend. Kalebos, my pastor. I beg, I beg, I beg. This this shows you really really just show. If I just want to bring me here, you're gonna have Jesus all the way. He's not religion, right? All Jesus. So you think God is madly in love with me? God is madly 
Oh, so madly in love. I, Do you know? I feel if it. If it was only you, Jesus would have died. Still, right? Yes. Because what's not to die for? Think about it. Like, look at me. There's a song that comes to mind. Everybody blow your trumpet, but I won't sing it. <laughs> so what again? The truth is, that's a good place for a believer to be. God mm. is madly in love. Sometimes I feel like a fraud because sometimes I don't believe it. Mm. Let me tell you. What I, I, I know what you believe. believe. I, like, I know exactly what you like, it's love, manly love. Some days I'm like, oh yes, God is in love with me. I'm a child of God. I'm basking in this euphoria of Christianity and the work of God on the cross. Some days I'm just like, hmm. And I don't know. Mm. On those days that you do not know, those are the days to acknowledge the most. Mm-hmm. So you acknowledge I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Mm. Lord, I know that you are madly in love with me. So you don't let the devil speak to you because it becomes strongholds, imaginations. Where the devil now says, look at your life, see your life. And that's mm. the devil talking to you. Every time the devil talks to you about your past, show him his future. I love it. What, what is the devil's future? <laughs> Condemnation. Mike, the way to pack him for granted. <laughs> he knows it, man. He think it's condemned. Is, is and we have eternal life. Oh, glory. Eternal life. That's why he's angry, right? It's, yes, eternal life. We uh, have eternal life. And that's it. Because the everlasting father cannot give birth to temporary sons. Ooh. Yes, no. The everlasting father cannot give birth to temporary sons. What? So we have the eternal life because the one we have is eternal. Amazing. Amen. I think I need to bring you back on. Do you counsel young people? Yes, I counsel you. Can they come people. to you? Can they reach of out to you? Of course, they can come to church. Come to, you know, you can book an appointment to counsel for free. By the way, I don't. So guys, free counseling. see <laughs> the TV stage. I'm joking. I'm joking. You can always reach out to Same my pastor. I need to come back here again. There's a lot you of need people to come need to back reach. and we would actually just have a guest. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should have a guest. The young guest. I actually want you to reach out to young people. Like, Timmy yeah. I'm a call away. I'm, so, I'm, I'm you beautiful are. this. I'm beautiful this. <laughs> okay, so but we have some questions from the young people. Okay, talk to me. Right? Yeah, um the first one is Felix Abiodun. Felix Abiodun. Oh, is this live? Are they watching live? I mean they'll eventually see okay, it because they send the questions, right? Okay, beautiful. So um honestly I can't say what I don't like about her. Oh, sorry, this is not the beginning. Abby. I want to break up with this woman I've been dating. Woman. But I'm fearing she will kill me. She's that scary. She keeps her parents, she keeps saying that her parents are asking when I will come to see them. But me, I'm tired of the whole, of the whole thing. How can I get out of this? We have been together for two years. One time we had a fight and this woman poured hot ogbon on my stomach. Maybe I provoked her a little though. He didn't say what he did to her, Sha. Honestly, I can't, I can't say what I don't like about her. A nice babe, full option and gets also, I don't, I just don't like what I hate and I'm tired, but I don't know ex- the correct exit strategy. Help me. Um, I think you should be man enough. Stop looking for exit strategy. If something you need to talk about, talk about it straight up. Mm. You obviously may be in a toxic relationship. I don't know all the details. So I don't know what you actually did to her to make her throw hot ogbono soup <laughs> on you like that. You know? I'm sure he probably hit her. I- you think? I, I don't. I don't know. I can't. I cannot say. Mm-hmm. Provoked her. No, I, so. I, I cannot say what. But whatever what, it was. Whatever it was. If you if you hit her and she did that to you, it's still a toxic relationship. Yeah, it is. And so you you guys need to seek counsel. But I think maybe not break. A separation is needed right now. That's what I. That's that's what my. That would be my advice. Should they come to you for counsel? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So Felix, you heard that. Right? Flourish at the Logic Church If Please you send an email, that. I'll get it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the truth. So there's a lot of misconception. Three wise men came to see Jesus. Where did you hear it from? Church. It's not in the Bible. Jesus Christ. See Jesus Christ. It's not in the Bible. 
Yes. The Bible says wise men from the east. There's no way in the Bible where it said three wise men. But they brought three gifts. So uh, therefore, there are three wise men. Are you kidding me? A city can bring three gifts to the governor. Also, be only three no, the Bible says wise men from the east. But the pastor told you and I, three wise men came to see Jesus. We use until we increase. I use until past Jesus. Jesus. I'm going to put now for you. But you know the Bible. So let me elaborate for God, uh, Francis, Francis and my and... Uh, because in our mind, we think that the God, Francis and mine is just like these three cups. It was a truckload of gifts. That's what took Jesus throughout his lifetime. Also, I think a lot of... A lot Misconception of came from the church. Some, 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 sometimes I think that... Pe- That's why the gospel has to be preached. See the light bulb of three wise men came to see you. everybody like... I use that thing when quiz, I win price, come out. You three wise men come. Not to go to the go middle. May open Bible now. If you see three wise men now, you are come tell and say, I'm sorry. You know the Bible. So you believe that the wise men come visit you? more than three. Are you joking? Wise men from the East. He was a delegate. You have to bring it back on the show. Come on, I want to come back on this show. No, so, ask, so the next episode they're coming on is myths about the Bible. Oh, there's so man. many myths about the Bible. Man, are you sure the studio can handle it? It's will handle it. The light bulbs of the fire. Before the end of the season, you have to come back. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on my show, Pastor. You've been so kind, and I really want you to keep doing what you're doing. I'm, I mean, like. I see the work that you're doing with young people you. and the message of Jesus. And Thank I think you. that's what is the magic that you are exuding. So Thank people you. cannot understand why they're coming to your church, but they are seeing Jesus. And you know, when you see Jesus, when Jesus is revealed, the believer is unveiled. I love it. And the devil is displaced. And that's the end of my show. Thank you so much for coming. God loves you more than the devil hates you, bro. Amen, my pastor. God loves you, man. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.